Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS. And I'd like to introduce the host of this week's episode. He's the editor of Business West. Here's Joe Bednar. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk. We have a great show for you today, and I can't wait to get to it. But first, we have this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF Equal Housing Lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we're back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. Our guest is Allison Berman, Council Director of Girls on the Run, Western Massachusetts. Welcome, Allison. Happy to have you here on Business Talk. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, So we'll get right to it. Um, Girls on the Run has been around nationally for more than a quarter century, um, but the Western Mass Council was formed in 2015. Tell me about how you got involved and a little bit about how the program is structured and what the girls experience. So, yeah, so we started the program in 2015. I got involved because I'm a clinical social worker in my other life and have always worked with kids and families and groups. And somebody told me about this amazing program and thought it would be up my alley. Um, And it is. And what I love about it is how it combines the social emotional curriculum and life skills program with being active, running and walking. Uh, what we have is we have a we offer a fall and a spring program. Each season runs for ten weeks. It's a twenty lesson curriculum, and each lesson has a different theme. So there's themes like how to stand up for yourself, how to choose your friends, how to identify emotions, how to increase gratitude. Each team does a community impact project where they choose something to give back to the community in Western Mass, and then all the teams come together at the end to run a five k. And the 5K is not timed. It's about kids really increasing their confidence. Yeah, I was going to specifically ask about that, how running is such a big part of this. It's obviously not the only part. Um, but but tell me about the girls' experience with, with the running aspect and how they set goals for themselves. Sure. So the running aspect, so I see the running as it's it's a way to introduce some of the activities. So every lesson is very active. So for example, if the theme is about identifying emotions, there'll be a lot of games around that one particular theme around emotions. So active movement games. And then at the end of each lesson is what we call a workout. And so kids set their own individual goals. They have journals where they decide how many laps do they think that they can do that day. It's completely individual. It's not timed. And so it's really about kids being able to set a goal and achieve them. And we do all these fun motivational things. We have lap counters. We have different ways to kind of motivate them to keep moving. And some girls walk, some girls run. For some kids, it's the first time they've ever, you know, run or attempted to walk a 5K. And then the final 5K, when they everyone comes together, is not a timed event. And so it's really about, you know, just being able to achieve that goal that maybe some of them thought they could never do. So you've had girls go from uh, completely uninterested in running to really blossoming with it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have kids and we have kids now, you know, who are in high school. Actually, we have an intern here at our office who's a Northampton High School track star. And she started in Girls on the Run and talks about how it inspired her to do so. So. Awesome. We'll talk more about the um, uh, the, the end of season 5K um, in the second half of the, of the podcast. Uh, I know that's a... Uh, such a great event and people are going to want to hear more about that. Um, 
But for now, I, I spoke with you recently for an article I wrote, and you and your team members all spoke about the importance of the social-emotional learning, which you mentioned, and how girls don't always get that everywhere in their lives. Um, has this aspect of girls on the run become more important since the pandemic with people generally more aware of mental health issues and needs, especially in youth? Absolutely. I mean, as, as we all know, there's a children's mental health crisis right now in this country. And so we see it across the board. We see it on the teams that we work with. Um, and so I think the lessons and what we're hearing is that the, the lessons that the kids are learning are super valuable. And they're also bringing them back into their schools and into their communities um, many, our, our program is run by volunteer coaches that we train. And so, for example, this season, we have 285 volunteer coaches, I would say about half of whom are teachers, parents, community members. But the ones that are teachers and principals talk about how this social emotional curriculum, many schools are not able to offer it in depth right now. Um, and so they're really getting it in this program. And they're also able to bring it back into the schools, share it with their friends, stand up for their friends and share a lot of those lessons. So they're essentially really altering the culture of, of their schools by, by through this experience. Absolutely. And we've heard that over and over again. We, um, for example, we have a, one of our schools in Chicopee talked about how having girls on the run at school has changed the culture of their school in multiple levels. Like one way is the kids bringing those lessons back into the school and really being leaders in their communities. And the other way is that it's really getting parents more involved in school because this is a school where parents weren't even coming in for parent-teacher conferences, for example, but they were coming in to support their kids with the Practice 5K. We do a lot of things where we help them follow up with the curriculum. And so they're really feeling like the program's also investing and getting parents more involved in the program and the school. Have you heard back from parents or speaking to, speaking to parents that um, uh, about the, the ways that Girls on the Run has... Uh, Kind of change their their girls' lives. Uh, I, I know that the um, organization speaks of being uh, developing healthy, confident, joyous girls. Are, are you hearing from parents that 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 is happening and that they're, they're grateful for it? Absolutely. We we do an end of season survey every year, every sorry, every season. And so for this season, we have a thousand kids, um, over a thousand kids, and the surveys. I would say you know, almost 100% parents talk about how their kids are more confident, that their kids are choosing better friends, that their kids are more active than they were before the curriculum or before the program started. Um, it, I mean, there's multiple, multiple examples that I could give. But yes, absolutely. Parents are definitely seeing a change in their kids. And they're also, we we provide the parents with something called a grown-up guide where they can follow along with the curriculum. And so they're also saying that's super helpful in terms of giving them ways to be able to talk about some of the things that the girls are learning about in the program. It's great to hear. Um, tell me more about, about the coaches. You, you mentioned that many of them are, are teachers. Um, what, what kind of backgrounds do some of the others have and why do they get involved? Uh, what do they get out of, what have they got out of the experience from what you, when you talk to them? Yeah. So our coaches are incredible, incredible people. And we have we have coaches that have coached with us all 16 seasons that we've been around. And I think we see so many repeat coaches because they really see the benefit of the program. They see how it's impacting the kids. And many of the coaches also talk about how it's also changing their lives because the lessons that the kids are learning are also lessons that we all need in our daily lives. Um, so our coaches are Many of them are teachers. Many of them are parents. We also have community members who aren't connected to any particular kid or school. Um, and they're getting involved because people really want to do something to give back to their communities and really make a difference in youth's lives. And I, 
just to add on to that, one other thing that we're seeing is that we knew when we started this program that it would change the kids' lives. We knew this would make a difference in the lives of girls. But what we're seeing is it's making a difference in the lives of communities. Um, so we see it's touching the girls, then it's touching their schools. It's making an impact on their families. It's making an impact on the communities with where they are. And at our final 5K, you see that with you know kids bringing family members and guardians, and it's it's a huge celebration. So it's it's super inspiring. Um, the uh, when I spoke to you recently, you had mentioned that the um, um, girls aren't turned away from the program um, for financial reasons. That there's scholarships that they're you could defray costs either in, in full or in part. Uh, it, it, does that have to do with what because of how so how important the uh, this is and the lessons that they're learning and how it is changing lives that that that's important to do. Absolutely. We want to make sure that this program is available to everybody who wants to be able to do it. So we offer a sliding scale down to $5 for all families with no questions asked. Um, and we also waive that $5 if, if families or the grownups in their lives can't afford that. Um, so this season we have, we offer about 65% of our kids are on either full or partial scholarship. And then we work hard on the other end to make sure that we can raise money to support, you know, all those teams so that you know, if the program isn't impacted in any way. Tell me about that additional support. I know there's a lot of um, uh, businesses that get involved just in sponsorships. Yeah, so we we have kind of a multi-level, you know, fundraising. But one is, as you mentioned, we have business sponsors. So local businesses can get involved and sponsor a team, which is amazing. And then they, we give them lots there on the back of our program shirts, our, our 5K shirts. We obviously get grants, individual donors, our 5K revenue. So um, we also do a program called Unstoppable Us, where it's an optional program for kids where they can raise money if they want for the program. Nice. Yeah. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking today with Allison Berman, Council Director of Girls on the Run, Western Massachusetts. Um, and thanks again for, for chatting with us today. Um, Let's get to the uh, kind of a fun aspect of this, which is the upcoming event. Um, I, I, I hear a lot about it every year. I know it's a big deal, actually, actually twice a year, but mm -hmm. the, uh, the the spring one I think is the, is the bigger one. Just tell me what tell me what that's all about. Yeah. So at the end of each season, so at, at the end of the ten weeks, we always do a five k, which brings everybody together in Western Mass, and so we serve all four Western Mass counties. So it's a really big territory. This. This 5K is on June 3rd. It's at Western New England University, and it'll bring together our over a thousand kids, all of our coaches. Every kid has a running buddy, and then it's also open to the community. So we're expecting over 4,000 people at this event, um, and it's basically like a huge party. So you 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 arrive. We have a huge stage. We do a big dance party before. Where it's like a big group warm up. Um, that somebody, an adult leads, and then kids come up and do something called energy awards. We have a group of kids from all different schools who sing the national anthem. Um, and then we have something called the fun zone where kids can, they get face paint, they can do hairspray if they want, they, families can make signs. It is, and then we're also going to have about six or seven food trucks there. So it's a huge celebration and, and party. It seems like the energy there would be, would be really high that uh, people get really uh, into it. It, it is really like nothing you've ever been to before. And being there, like really, if you stand at the finish line or even halfway, it brings tears to your eyes. Just seeing, 
kids come across and family members who are trying to keep up with their kids who've never walked or run and families who are there. So, you know, families turn up with like signs for their kids. They have t-shirts made. It's really, it's really a fun, fun, inspiring event. And it's not, and it's not about, about the time, right? I mean, this is not like a competitive 5k where mm-hmm. people are so focused on that. That's uh, it's really about the, the personal growth and the goals and having fun, right? Absolutely. And it, so it's not timed. We, we even do a rolling start. So nobody really knows like, when they started, when they finish, you know, and some kids will finish it in 20 minutes. And we've also had kids who it takes them two hours to do. We, we, at the back of our event, we have something called sparkle runners, which are adults that bring up the rear. And so they support the kids who might take longer to do, but those sometimes are the most inspiring, you know, it takes them two hours to finish, but for them, that's a, it's a huge accomplishment. And, you know, they're greeted by family members who are crying at their accomplishment at the end. (laughs) Um, can community members um, um, run a rock as well, or is it just open to the girls on the run participants? No, it's open to community members as well, and people can register on it at our website, which we can we can share at the end. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and are you looking for? Are you still looking for volunteers? Absolutely. So we need a huge group of volunteers, as you can imagine, to make this event um, go. And so, again, you can register at our website and we have lots of different volunteer opportunities from set up early in the morning to parking, to registration, to being a running buddy, helping with face paint. So there's all all kinds of fun jobs. So, yes, come register and you will have the best day. Best volunteer, you'll have the best day of your life. It's super, super fun. I will uh, repeat this at the end, but this uh, this this is the uh, Girls on the Run end of semester 5K celebration at Western New England University, Saturday, June 3rd. Registration opens at 8.30 a.m. Fun events get underway shortly after that, and the walk run steps off at 10.30. Uh, registration cost is $30 for adults, $10 for youth, and to... For more information about the event, how to register, and volunteer opportunities, you can visit girlsontherunwesternma.org. And I will repeat all that at the end because it's important. Um, so the organization has grown um, in a lot of ways. One of them I know you're excited about is the, is the first ever summer camp this year. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so we're piloting a summer camp. It's called Camp GOTR. That's happening the first week of August in Chicopee but it's open to any any youth in Western Mass who are in third to fifth grade. Um, It's a half-day camp. It's not based around running so much because it's only a week, but it's still based on these social-emotional life skills around increasing confidence and and friendships. So we're, and it's also run by trained coaches. So we do a whole training curriculum for the coaches and then they lead the kids through the the camp. So we're excited about it. Why was it important to to um, to add the camp to what you're already offering throughout the year? We've gotten lots of feedback from families asking because they've seen the benefit of the program, asking if we offer anything in the summer. Um, and Girls Learn National rolled out this camp curriculum a few years ago, and so we decided to, you know, give it a try this summer and see if we can get some kids registered. So people can register again on our website, or we're also going to have a registration table at our our 5K as well for families. Nice. Um, so, you know, we've talked a few times about, about the growth um, over the organization. I think you had told me that in, in 2015 that you started out with, I believe it was six teams and 90 girls. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Me, tell me what, what, the, um, what those numbers are today. So we've served over 8,000 youth since we started. So, yeah, the first season we had 90 girls. This spring season we have 1,030 girls. 
Um, and every season it keeps growing. So we're back. We we served kids during the pandemic and we're back to our pre-pandemic numbers. So we serve over two. At this point, we're serving about 2000 kids a year between our fall and our spring season. And we expect that to keep to keep growing. There's um there's about 75 teams in all. We have 75 teams this season. Um, and those are all over Western Mass. A lot of our teams, I would say Hamden County right now, we have the most teams than Hampshire then Berkshire and then Franklin. Um, but all of those areas are, are growing quickly and, you know, we're, we're continuing to expand and spread the word and, and get the word out there. And one of the things that sometimes one of the things we need is to continue to get volunteer coaches. So it's like reaching out, finding people who are interested. So again, if people are interested in volunteering, there's lots of different ways to get involved with the organization. Are, are the teams uh, based out of schools for the most part? The majority of them are based out of schools um, because that's easiest for families, just for kids to stay after school. But we do have teams at YMCA's, at rec departments, uh, boys and girls clubs. So it's flexible where they are. We are also, we have a team with Girls Inc. Um, in Holyoke. We've partnered with them. So we have a, a bunch of different teams, but the majority, yes, are at schools. If somebody wanted to form a team, um, how would they go about it? Would they contact uh, you with the organization or um, yeah. you kind of show them how to get coaches and kind of gather and get together. Yep. So they would just get in touch with us and we would guide, we, we provide everything for them from liability insurance to, you know, flyers. So they just get in touch with us. So the other thing I should add, I don't think we talked about is that we also offer anybody shoes for anybody who doesn't have shoes. Mm. Um, We provide snack, everybody gets shirts, the program shirts each season. Um, So we just really try and provide kids with everything that they might need to be successful. Getting close to wrapping up, and I really uh, appreciate um, you talking about this wonderful organization and, and your upcoming event. Um, I read on on the website, and this might be um, the national body's language, but that Girls on the Run is all about um, um, it, that it, it can make a stronger impact than organized sports and, and physical education programs and things like teaching life skills, like managing emotions, resolving conflict, helping others, and making intentional decisions. And I know you address some of that earlier on, but just to kind of re- reemphasize again, um, how important is it to have an organization like you, and I'm sure there's other organizations that serve girls as well in these times that kind of really develop and cultivate those things? I think it's super important. I think, um, you know, after sports programs are super important, but I think what we offer is a different spin on it because we we really look at what we call a mastery climate instead of a performance climate, which is what many youth sports are based on. So it's really about really helping kids see like how are they achieving their goals and what are they doing to get there and then providing this social emotional backbone about how do they express themselves appropriately? How do they talk to others? What does it mean to choose a a friend? How do you stand up to others? All these really important things that I think kids struggle with these days, particularly young girls. And much much of the research shows that when, particularly when girls reach the age of nine, that their self-confidence drops dramatically, especially compared to boys. The other thing that research shows is that um, many girls around this age, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade, tend to drop out of organized sports whereas boys keep doing it. So this provides, you know, girls and and anybody who identifies as a girl um, to have this opportunity to participate. 
and I, I and again I, I really appreciate you um, um, sharing all this with us. I, I wanted to reiterate for our listeners that the um, the big uh, um, end of year 5K celebration will take place at Western New England University on Saturday, June third. Registration opens at 8:30 a.m. Uh, fun events get underway after that, and the walk, run, stop, steps off at 10:30. It's a great time. Thousands of people there. The energy's high, and um, just encourage everyone to come out either uh, uh, just to kind of take it in to walk a run or, or especially as a volunteer and you can uh, log on to girls on the run western ma.org to find out more information about that um thank you so much allison i enjoyed having you on today to talk about this really important organization thank you so much for having me and thanks to all of you for tuning into business talk a podcast presented by business west and sponsored by people's bank I'm Joe Bednar, the editor of Business West, and we'll see you next time.